0: But we're we're definitely gonna cause she, like I say she ain't even touched them notes yet that she's got, <laughs> so we're definitely gonna have her back on the show again. She's got a doctor's appointment next week. I'm like, look, change your doctor's appointment. We want to hear from you, okay? Uh, uh but now you, you, I see you open your book up to Corinthians. Mm-hmm. So uh, go ahead, I'm gonna get out your way. Uh, uh, we're going to do another segment here with Sister Brandy
1: alright <clears throat> so basically where I'm going to start at in Corinthians is kind of explaining where our world is right now it says for the message wait a minute it's Corinthians one eighteen. it's for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved it is the power of God amen I mean, that basically is, in a nutshell, where our world is at right now. You know, to you tell people about God or, or as they like to say, the story of God, you know, it's like it's a fantasy tale to them, mm-hmm. you know. But to us that have seen the work of God, it's living proof. It's living, breathing life, you know. And so that's where I say, you know, like you said, be bold. Speak up. Speak out. Don't be afraid. You know, and then it goes, yeah, then it goes on into 20, and it's talking about where is the wise, where is the scribe, where is the disputer of this age? Has God, has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? Basically, saying if you're following the world, he's showing you time and time again it's incorrect, you know, it's not of him. And it goes on, For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. You know, again, it, it's I, I can't stress enough that if you're following the ways of the world, you're following incorrectly. I'll skip on down over here. Let's see, we're going on into chapter 3. Let me make sure. I actually, no, it goes on past that. Alright. Here's where it goes. It goes into chapter 6, verse 9. And this is speaking about basically the company you keep and, and the way you live your life. It says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, <clears throat> nor fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor thieves, Covetless, nor drunkards nor revelers nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Basically the way I sum that up is no sin will inherit the kingdom of God.
0: Read the next.
1: I, I'm going. Okay.
0: <laughs> I love the next verse.
1: And such were some
0: of you. Such were some of you. Mm-hmm. See they were all like that but they I were redeemed
1: which is where we say we are equal in the eyes of Christ. Yep. This is the part that people need to keep in mind when they do approach these people. No matter what that person's sin is, keep this scripture in mind, and that's the fact that as such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified the in the name of the Lord Jesus Amen. and by the Spirit of God. If you're not walking with that particular conviction, leave those people be.
0: You know... When, when you first started off you said we're the foolish that God used the fools to confound the wise now I want to tell you uh our pastor brother Dale mm-hmm. he tells a story of a man who had uh like two doctors by the age of 25 I mean this guy was just super intelligent mm-hmm. right and he's out there at USM he's high-minded he ain't believing in no Jesus he's just more intelligent because most most of the intelligent world looks at the Christian as as foolish Mm -hmm. as as ignorant uh uh people that they need that they need this false hope to hang on to Mm -hmm. and and so they, they really look down on the Christian and this guy not not for those of you that are looking for something to do there was a man who was dressed up as a clown going around USM and handing out gospel tracts and this clown handed this man a gospel tract about Jesus and this highly intelligent man got to laughing about this clown that dare think he would read something about Jesus and got to laughing so hard that he started choking. Mm-hmm. And he went to his knees and almost just choked himself to death. And while he was on the ground, that track was in front of him and he started reading it. Broke down and cried and give his life to the Lord right there in front of everybody. I mean... He started laughing, and God choked him out. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But you never know what small act that you do that will lead to somebody's salvation. I mean, what happens if you do nothing? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Do something. Absolutely. God can turn something so small into something so big, if you would just be willing to do something. That's right. Mm. That's absolutely right. So I see you mark something else there. <laughs> you're just a steady marking over there. You, I you can't find help it. it. I mean, the Bible. I mean, and what you're doing, the Bible is such a—it's uh, a wealth of knowledge. It's absolutely. a gold mine of wisdom. and, and what I love is like. I may have read that passage mm-hmm. a bunch of times, and all of a sudden I read it again, and, and I get this head. little golden nugget. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my! I see that. I I can preach that. I can that's tell that. You did. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah." Because
1: even though I had these marked last night, I go back and and I didn't do any order or anything like that. I just I, I do the one thing that I feel is necessary, and that's to pray, ask God to use me as He sees fit. My mouth is your mouthpiece. This is your word. Please allow me to do with it Amen. as you will. You know, and so as I'm sitting here and we're talking, you know, I'm, I'm looking over it and I'm like, that's it. You know, this goes with this. And it's yeah. just amazing. It's like putting together a puzzle. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I get so excited. But And and that's the thing about living in sin, I never got excited like this. Right. You know, I was complacent and I might have been happy, but it wasn't this type of happiness. It wasn't this this joy and this just, Wonderment that I get whenever I read yeah. and I, I teach and whenever I can speak to someone about this and where I've been and mm-hmm. just how amazing God is—I've never felt that before. Right. You know, it, that's an addiction that you can't match.
0: Well, that's well, one of the fruits of the Spirit: peace, love, joy, right. happiness, long I mean, when you when you you know when I wake up in the morning, I got this this overwhelming peace and joy. Yeah. That I never had when I reached for the king cobra.
1: Right.
0: That I never had when I rolled that first joint. Yeah. That I never had when I reached for that Marlboro or that Cool or whatever brand I happened to be smoking at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I never, none of that. No TV program. I look. I used to watch football and NASCAR. I don't. I could care less about that and i do occasionally watch it but it don't fire me up like it used to man i was obsessed with those things and and there's nothing wrong with watching football or nascar but but it i get a i get on fire and excited when i read the bible than i do if some cat scored a touchdown you know what i'm saying now my joy comes from the lord my, my happiness comes from Him. And I don't have to have a reason to be happy. I don't have to be happy because I'm on drugs or happy because I'm watching the game. I'm just happy in general because I know He saved my soul. I'm going to heaven. I'm just waiting on my appointed time to die. Right. You know, I got a little death date on the calendar. You know, and, and it, it ain't that I'm morbid that... Oh, I can't wait to die I just know it's coming one day and it ain't that I want to leave my children you know I love my babies but I got enough sense to know that God took care of orphans and widows long before I was born they was his kids before they was mine he created them and made them so I know he's gonna take care of them like he did me And, and so to me I, I'm like you. When I read that Bible, man, it just gives me. And, and I can tell when I went without reading my Bible, I can feel it. Like if I can tell if I've lost time without praying. And I know this sounds crazy, but I got my phone set throughout the day for the alarm to go off just to remind me if I hadn't prayed to pray. I set my alarm throughout the day just in case I got too busy to pray. I hear my alarm and I immediately think I hadn't prayed. You know, because if I go a couple of hours or half a day or a day without praying, I can feel it. You know, so I said, I ain't going to feel like this no more. So I set my alarm (laughs) just so so I wouldn't do it. You know, because sometimes you can get too busy. You know? And I've learned that my
1: day, used to on my way to work, I would tune into the to the radio station
0: you or, you, you, you listen mm-hmm. 9 to 93.1 yep. W D the tell me something good show yes okay that's why you listen my, there or 107.1 no no AM no i no, only here.
1: i'm just saying i listen to my oh. christian music regardless okay but i got to where i found myself
0: did i tell you this is the number one show in on south mississippi yes you're i did okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> anywho i would find myself you know yeah it would give me a, a good jump of the day but it wasn't the same as whenever I started I found myself one day just in silence and when you're in silence you tend to talk to yourself but I'm not talking to myself yeah. I know there's somebody listening Amen. you know I know who rides with me every day mm-hmm. so I get excited about it because it's like now the way I take my trip to work
0: mm-hmm.
1: don't call me don't turn on the radio i'm i'm busy you know that's my time to start my day with god so that i can make sure that when i'm talking to the people that i talk to at work i'm doing what i'm supposed to do Amen. you know because it is hard to do what i do i talk to some angry folks daily (laughs) but i need to remember to keep my joy in place so that they don't take that away from me
0: you know they used to would uh before COVID. i get called to the convalescent home Cause I go visit a lot mm-hmm. of the people. I get called to come up there and pray with some that were, you know, facing the pathway and stuff like that. And uh, I, I, I don't get that call no more, and, and I don't get to go see them like I. And I really miss that. I and, and and I love I love I the, uh, the the the, the con- 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 convalescent home ministry. Right. All you had to do was go in there and sit down. You didn't have to. These these people are in prison. Their family doesn't left them. Don't talk to them no more. And you just go in there and sit down and watch TV with them, and just talk to them. And and, and before you leave, share a scripture and. most of them out quote you. Right. You know. But I'm going to tell you this for a fact. In our mind, we seem to think because they got gray hair, they're going to heaven. They some mean, honory folks in there that don't know nothing about no Jesus Christ.
1: Absolutely. And,
0: and, and so they some souls to be wanting them convalescent. Just because God God's grace was applied and he allowed them to live to be 99 and 100 don't mean they saved. Absolutely. Sometimes they, that's what he's waiting on. Yeah, sometimes he let them live to save. be a little bit older. So whenever they stand before me, say, look, cat." I give you 30 X years of life to get saved. You know, and and so, you know, I, I went up there one day, there was one guy that was, I mean, this guy was screaming and crying. He didn't want to go to hell. He didn't want to go to hell. He just kept screaming. And they called me up there and I went up there to pray with him. And I talked to him and he calmed down. And I I, I I I laid out the gospel for him. I read some scripture to him, and he was crying. He calmed down <laughs> when I walked out to when I walked toward the door. He was calmed down. When that door shut, he went to scream. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want. He went right back to screaming. <laughs> so I I don't think he was like in his right mind, you know, but. But he was calm when I was, but I mean, but they, they is, they, man, they is ministry work of every age. Once a child, you know, we don't really know that the, the rule of thumb is age 12 because Jesus was teaching to the doctors at age 12. But some kids know right from wrong earlier than that. And some, uh, uh maybe a little slower mentally, they may not know right from wrong to the are 18, 19, or 20. So that's not for us to judge at the age of accountability. But from whatever age of accountability that child is until they pass away, whether it be 100 or whether it be 40, there's ministry work of all age groups. There is so much ministry work to be done that... There's there's no sense in every church in America not having some form of ministry. There, there's so much, you know, it ain't just jail and convalescent home. There's ministry work. And there really needs to be a ton of ministry work to be done with the youth. Mm-hmm. The devil is doing everything he can to steal our youth away from us. Every church ought to have some youth ministry, some way of reaching youth. Absolutely. Uh, including our church. We need to get something. I agree. You know, we got jail and convalescent, but we really don't have no use uh, out program. Yeah. You know, so I we miss being with the little ones.
1: That was a very,
0: when you were talking about John
1: 3.16 earlier, the very first day that I was in there, that's what I taught them. Really? Yep.
0: Well, you I got a lot of little ones. I got 11 grandbabies. You can come over and... <laughs> if you miss little I ones that bad
1: one <laughs> no I got that two year old I'm good hey baby I know you listening him and his papa they listening to uh, right now oh yeah he loves him some Jesus and God now and he'll tell you that uh, good God almighty
0: Brad mm-hmm.
1: my grandson my little grandson my husband. yeah Brad. Mm-hmm.
0: Brad's listening yeah What's up, Brad? How you doing, sir? <laughs> yeah, they're listening in. That's
1: who I called earlier. Just to make sure that they got oh, it going on. That's but, what yeah.
0: you meant when you said you was calling the boss.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, look, can you talk to Suzanne and tell her to let me be the boss? My wife won't let me be the yeah, boss.
1: you married a Sanford. I can't help you. Ain't
0: nothing I do, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> and she's got that drone, that Becky Jean drone uh-huh. in her too. We was we we just uh, uh, a year or two ago was our thirtieth anniversary, and I said, look. You was the boss for the first thirty. Can I be the boss for the next thirty? And she told me no. Yeah. I asked politely and everything.
1: Well, and if Brad was here, he he'd probably tell you I don't listen like I should,
0: but. Yeah, I just I just got a feeling I know who the real boss is. Just just a guess there.
1: No, now used to yeah. I, I really was, I was gun ho, it's my way, it's this, it's that, but no, I genuinely, in my heart know I make very bad decisions yeah. and I truly need guidance. So, you know,
0: I really need to straighten this out because I, I joke a lot about my wife, uh, it, I, 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 I don't do anything with the money because I got enough sense to know I'm a poor money manager. So early on in our marriage, we've been together since she was 16. So early in the marriage, I knew I couldn't do checking accounts. (laughs) I forgot to pay people. I was a mess, so I give it to her. Mm. Uh, So she does all, I give all my money to her and she gives me what I need, like an allowance. But look, and I got a good credit score and 30 some years we ain't never went hungry as you can look at my physique and tell it <laughs> our lights ain't never been cut off she pays the right amount in the offering plate yeah. you know I mean uh, so I, 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 I do a lot of joking and picking but yeah. if we ever if there's a decision to be made she'll come to me and say what do you want to do about this yeah. and and, and if I make the decision, she don't argue. Right. But majority of the, the day-to-day things, like what are we gonna eat, this, that, and the other, I ain't end all that, let her do it. I, mean, I ain't fitting to be no overbearing uh, right. uh, ogre and just, you're gonna listen, no, I ain't like that. You just, right. She does a good, but it still gives me something to gripe about and pick on her about.
1: <laughs> it's all good.
0: All right, so where are we going next? Talk to us.
1: Uh, The next one I've actually got on here is still in the same chapter in 1 Corinthians, chapter 6. The next part I go on down to is basically just, it's setting an example to know that we can't openly live in our sin and follow Christ. Um, Down here in 13, he talks about, now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. He goes on into 7. And talks about, nevertheless, because of sexual immorality, let each man have his own wife, and let each woman have her own husband. There again, that's defining marriage. It's defining what you're, what's expected of you. You know, and, and there again, the world's trying to twist this, but we have to continue to go back to our Bible, go back to the Word, know that this is what was set forth above everything else. Amen. This is what we follow. You know, and if you're following this, then yes, ultimately you do follow the law. We may not agree, as long as the law does not ask you to sin, then you're good.
0: <laughs> that's
1: right.
0: So, on well, you now. know, the, the, everybody talks about the law. Well, the law says abortion's okay. That don't make and it that's right. That's
1: what I say. If it causes you to sin, yeah, no,
0: you know, you and know. and right now and that there's is a sin that's death. Right now there's a big one that people will fight. Man, they will fight. But whenever they Whenever they finally legalize marijuana, they will be a lot of Christians that never smoke weed that will start smoking because the law said it Absolutely. was okay. I'm but experiencing whenever, that now. In whenever, my own whenever, whenever the Bible talks about being sober, that word means inebriated. It don't no. matter. You're not supposed to be inebriated.
1: Anything that changes your mindset or your consciousness exactly. in any way.
0: Exactly, and inhibit and, you
1: from making and, good decisions. And
0: and the thing is, it could be pills. It 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 don't have you know. But we think all they had back then. I've heard people say, "Well, all they had back then was beer." We, no, look, let me tell you something. They had. You can date Opium's back. I've been around for that. You can me. date back. Poppy poppy plants goes yeah. way back. Absolutely, the Chinese and the, the, even way before the Romans. Right. They had poppy, but they had marijuana. This is a plant that's been around since they've been on earth. Okay, so, you know, but they want to say, oh, he's just talking about uh, 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 alcohol. But you understand that when Paul says sober, they just didn't have a lot. You now, we say high, we say drunk, you know, they... They just use one word to cover everything,
1: but it's just with everything else. Yeah. Just because you change the word yeah. doesn't mean you change the definition nor the purpose. of Exactly. So, same.
0: so you're going to see a lot of people that 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 are saying it's okay to be inebriated. Right. You know, and and it's not okay. Just because State Mississippi says it's okay, don't mean God said okay. He said, "Let every man be a liar, but the word of God be true." Right you know and so that that's gonna that's gonna catch and a if lot your of
1: people. actions cause your brother to stumble yeah you've done something horrible is that amen that's you know, a good one right there you have to look at things from that perspective <clears throat> and this is going back to what I was saying before it's not just your sin it's not just you that it hurts you mm-hmm. have to look at the fallout yeah you know if by my actions I've caused my children to question how they look at the world. Yeah. You know, that's my fault, not theirs. That's mm-hmm. my fault. Oh. You know, I introduce these things into their life. I'm the one that has to take the repercussion. And trust me, when I stand before the Lord, He's going to ask me about that. Yeah. Because that's my and, hands.
0: And you know, like, I was telling you, I got a sister that has a husband and a wife. And, and she's always... She called me one time and she said all she does is, is smoke a little weed and drink. Mm-hmm. But her kids are doing things she never Absolutely. thought to do. And you know what I'm saying, you, you opened this Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. You told them it was okay to live ever how they wanted to live. Right. You told them drugs and alcohol was okay. There's no limits. They're going to do whatever because you said everything was okay. And now she's wondering why her kids are so crazy. Well, what do you expect them to do? Exactly. You know, and I said the only thing, the only hope you have is to get saved and start praying for him. Well, that conversation got turned off real quick. She didn't even want to say goodbye. But I mean, the only hope, the hope for humanity is Jesus Christ, regardless mm-hmm. of your sin. Now this what we've been talking about mainly has been homosexuality, but it don't matter. Sin is sin. Hell is hell. Exactly. You know, if, you, if you're if you a thief by nature, hell is hell for you. The only answer to every sin is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Period. And we're only discussing homosexuality because that's your testimony. But I want people to know that... Don't think that we're just say, singling out homosexuality. No. If you're a gossiper, if if, if if you're a thief, if you're a liar, uh, whatever. I'll
1: break it on down for you. Yeah, I'll tell y'all of mine. I'm not afraid.
0: That's what I'm saying, but sin know, is
1: just sin. I was an yeah. adulterer. No. I cheated on my husband. Went with her and, and others, you know. I was a drug addict. You know, I was a liar. When you're an addict, you're a liar and you're a thief. Those yeah. are the two things that go with it. You know, let's see. What else have I done? Me, I mean, I pretty much covered them all. So, you, I mean...
0: Let me tell you what.
1: Being gay wasn't my worst. You know, yeah. that was the worst. But they're all in there together. <laughs> the thing
0: is, I always tell people that if you... Jesus said, let your yea be yea and your nay be nay. So, so, I always tell people, if you don't
1: lie
0: just refuse to like cut your tongue out before you lie you will kill 99 percent of the rest of the sins because you can't be an adulterer if you tell the truth when she asks where you at and you say you was at linda's house well you threw uh you can't steal and be an honest person where'd you get that from well i stole it Well, are you in jail you know what i'm saying so what i'm saying if you tell the truth you can't commit 99% of the, I mean, you can still get angry and stuff like that, but I'm talking as far as uh, sexual immorality, as far as a lot of them other things. You can't do them if you just learn to tell the truth. Yeah. And, 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 and the other one is learn to have some integrity. Do what's Absolutely. right. Even when no one's looking, learn to do what's right. Live a life of repentance. Absolutely. You know, well, I look.
1: do want my clothing to be one thing Alright come on let's and close that right here Specific to right here If you are out there You are gay and you want to know Hey I can't go back to women Or men or whatever it is I got a scripture for you on that one And that's basically where God Is telling you in chapter 7 He says but I say to the unmarried And to the widows It is good for them if they remain Even as they are As, as I am But if they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. Basically, I say to you, if you're out there and you devote yourself to Christ and Christ alone, you are far better off that way than you are with any other person.
0: Amen. And see, Paul was single his whole life. Absolutely. He dedicated himself to the Lord. And basically in that passage, he's saying that if you get married... You have to split, split your, your time, time with the Lord. Because now you got a wife to take care of and a bunch of kids. He said, That's I'd correct. rather be married to the Lord than I had to have a family. Right. What That's dedication? i picked
1: that one because it, just, it really stuck out because I hear that a lot, especially from my brother. Well, there's no way I could be with anyone else, especially a woman. Okay? He doesn't ask you to do that. Yeah. He just asks you to be his. Amen. Period. Yeah. Let him save you. Let him clean you and live for him.
0: There was a lot of men that actually became Enoch. they actually mm-hmm. cut their privates off to be dedicated to God because right. they didn't want to go with a woman so they just got rid of that part. Right. So that's that's an, I'm not no. no. But anyway, well, <laughs> hey, but thank you so much for being with You're us and uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna close here and and uh, what 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 song would you like to hear? What do you mean? What do you want you for your closing song? I'm going to give you a closing song here.
1: Mm. is always a good
0: one. Chainbreaker. There we go. All right, we're going to close out Chainbreaker with Zach Williams. And, uh, hey, I want, I'm i going to be on for about another 31 minutes. After this co- comes uh, uh, the Brother Don show going on with Jesus just the same. So Y'all stay tuned for Brother Don who will be on at 2 o'clock. And we're going to have Sister Brandy back on with us hopefully next Monday if her doctor appointment works out. If not, we will have her on again for sure the following Monday. The following Monday. So here we go Chainburger.
1: The Lord willing in the creek don't rise. Amen. <laughs> Out there in Green County, that'll that way. <laughs> <road. My> <laughs> That's right.
0: Hmm. Out there, it means I'm not. Oh, yeah. With well, that whole the creek don't
1: rise. And yeah. the creek by